Moritz Traub was a wine merchant in 1800s Germany. But that wasn't what he wanted to do with his life. Moritz wanted to be a scientist. He studied chemistry in college and then went on to get a doctorate degree. But tragedy struck. His brother died. And this brother was supposed to take over the family wine business. So Moritz's father called him home to run the family business. Moritz reluctantly agreed. But he couldn't give up on science. So, in the poorly heated attic of his house, without any funding and isolated from the scientific community, Moritz experimented. One day, Moritz took a lump of gelatin and put it in a jar of tannic acid. He watched this lump. He noticed this ball of gelatin covering itself with a dirty, gray, nearly opaque coating. He noticed this jelly ball swelling and growing. This gray coating allowed the jelly to absorb water. The coating was a semi-permeable membrane, holding jelly within while still letting water cross through. In 1864, Moritz published his findings. He claimed he discovered how the membranes around animal and plant cells form. Moritz thought a cell membrane precipitated around cellular fluid when the cell touched its watery surroundings, just like what he observed with his jelly ball. Today, we take the cell membrane for granted. We've seen them under microscopes, and they are always there, surrounding plant cells, animal cells, bacteria cells, all cells. There's always a cell membrane, always regulating what comes in and what goes out. But in the mid-1800s, this truth wasn't so true. At that time, there was a raging debate around the existence of the cell membrane, because it was really hard, near impossible actually, to observe a membrane under a microscope. The microscopes of the 1800s just often weren't good enough. So scientists in the 19th century debated if cell membranes even existed, because they couldn't see them. Prior to fancy microscopes, the cell membrane was just an idea, not an observed phenomenon. That's where Moritz enters the picture. Moritz thought his gelatin ball was the answer to the cell membrane debate. He thought it was proof of the membrane's existence and proof of how it forms. He claimed he'd discovered something fundamental about how living cells function. Moritz declared, and I quote, In the production of inorganic cellular vesicles, living forces 
emanate from and are generated by substances acting upon each other. In other words, Moritz thought he had created something living through his non-living jelly ball. And, well, that's just not true. He didn't make life from gelatin. But if we can set aside Moritz's grandiose claims, we can see the significance of his study. Because in the 1800s, there was this old way of studying biology, where biologists only observed and classified living things. But through his gelatin study, Moritz argued that the old way of doing biology could never fully understand life. He argued that to understand how life worked, one needed to also consider the non-living. The secret to life and the secret to the cell membrane lies in the non-living. This is why biology classes spend so much time on molecules and chemistry, because the key to life lies in its building blocks. Because the key to life at least according to Moritz Traub, lies within a ball of jelly. Written, narrated, and produced by Jeffrey Rubel. Music from Blue Dot Sessions.